Welcome to Parenting Bites with Rebecca Levy. We talk about the intersection of parenting and technology. Everything you need to know about raising kids in the digital age. This is Parenting Bites. Hi, welcome to Parenting Bites. This is Rebecca Levy, co-founder of KidsViews.com, and I am here in the studio for the last time. Oh my god. This year. This year. This year. This year. This year, this year in 2015. <laughs> Don't scare me. So I weird. thought we had all been fired <laughs> and done. nobody had told us. No, I am here in the studio. No, we're not being fired. It's the opposite. We're gonna have an amazing 2016. I'm Yay. here in the studio with Amy Ozdan of SelfishMom.com. Hi. And Andrea Smith, our technology guru. Hello. We are a little giddy. Last time battling traffic. It's been almost a year of podcasts, which yeah. is pretty amazing yep. to think about. Um, and so thank all of you who have been with us from the beginning, who have joined us later on, who are here. It's been a great year. We loved hearing from all of you this year, and we love talking about these things and having great guests, and we look forward to another year of doing that in 2016. And we thought we would do a show that looks ahead a little bit to 2016. First, we're going to talk about how to organize your life for 2016. We're just going to take care of all of it. Because 2015 was a disaster. 2015 <laughs> sucked. No, um, we'll have apps and gadgets and... I don't know. You know me. I'm probably going to talk about a notebook or something. Um, and then for topic two, we're going to talk about parenting resolutions, our own parenting resolutions. I was kind of also reflecting on maybe like my worst parenting moment of 2015. Oh, wow. Yeah. I have a lot to choose from. <laughs> so maybe I'll think about that. Maybe we'll talk about that, too. Um, and then we will have our bites of the week slash year, like the greatest thing ever that everyone should download, listen to, think about for 2016 that'll help you in 2016. Hmm. So let's jump right into topic one. Oh, I stumped that. my co-host. They're yeah. like, wait a second, We're what? All I have to think of a what? That's not what we talked about. <laughs> um, I'm just throwing it out there. Okay. We'll so <laughs> we're going to jump into topic one with how to organize your life for 2016. And I think this is a big topic um because every year i know i say to myself i'm gonna do this different and that different and oh look at this fabulous journal slash diary thing and and then i kind of look at it for you know two weeks and then i go back to my old terrible habits of having way too much junk in my inbox and you know i don't know all those kind of horrible things that i just go back to my little color coding dry erase calendar (laughs) on my door so i'm going to turn to andrea first because i feel like andrea always has the apps and inside scoop on organizing even if she doesn't even use them either but she knows about them You know, it's really funny you should say that because I used to be known for my week at a glance book. I never was anywhere without it. And literally my husband and son knew that if they didn't bring me my book and say, put this in your book, it didn't happen. I mean, I think I told you guys we literally missed my husband's college reunion because it wasn't in my book. Um, And, you know, through the years as the technology producer at ABC News, I would go and I would meet these very important people or talk to their marketing and PR people and pull out my date book to make an appointment and people would say to me, wait a minute, you're using a date book? So we were in Staples last week, my husband and I, and I said, look, look at those week at a glance and realized, I think it's been about two years that I finally gave that up. Hmm. I don't carry it anymore. Now I have my little small purse, but if I don't have my phone, I'm dead. So I have gone completely (laughs) digital and I will tell you, it is life changing. It's the, the 
the Gmail. It's the Google Calendar. My sisters and I have a shared calendar, so we can do my mom's appointments and stuff on it. I share stuff with my husband. I share stuff with you guys when we're doing work stuff. So moving my life's appointments digitally has been huge. Um, But here's the other thing that I keep saying I want to take care of and organize and haven't been able to, and that's pictures. And I don't know what you guys do, but my son's bar mitzvah pictures when he was 13 and he's 25 now are still in a box. And so I've turned to digital for help and I've started using services like uh, Scan My Photos and Scan Cafe where you can send off a box of 300 or 500 mm-hmm. photos or however many and they just digitize them up for you. They send them all back. He was very worried about parting with my original prints but they mm-hmm. send them all back. They're all scanned and then it's up to me to make albums and do everything. So I don't know. What do you guys do with pictures? Oh, like, mine aren't in a shoebox. They're in a Tupperware container. <laughs> <laughs> a giant Rubbermaid Tupperware container. And my wedding proofs are in two the boxes that they came to me in, these little square boxes. Um, I did, now all of our pictures are digital, so they're just a digital mess. So they're digital. <laughs> but how do you organize they're, them? I organize them in Google Photos. Yeah. I do. I put them into albums in Google Photos. That is the best I do. What I did do this year, because I got a new computer, was get rid of so many pictures. And I the only way I can function and do that is I say half hour. If I set a time limit mm-hmm. for myself, I can do it. Because then I'm like, 30 minutes is up, I'm done, I'm not looking at it again. And it doesn't seem so overwhelming. Um, and I find I have to do that for a lot of things. Like if I say to myself, I, I actually this year did a totally crazy thing and started deleting my inbox on Google. <gasps> And I started with the oldest. So you can actually sort on your Gmail by oldest. And I did six months at a time. (gasps) So I would say, so it went back to, I want to say 2010, maybe when I started using Gmail. No, it was way further than that. It was like 20, maybe it was 2007 or six Mm. when I started to use my Gmail for real and stopped using my Yahoo and just kept my Yahoo for like PTA stuff or school stuff or crap, you know, junk email. Um, And so I just started at the oldest and I just sat there and I said, I'm gonna do one, I'm gonna do six months every day. And that was everything. Everything or just like unsorted stuff? Everything. No, no, no. no. But did you look at it to make sure you didn't need it ever again? But you know what, you get into a groove where what I do is I highlight all at the top and then I unclick what I'm gonna keep. And Mm. you can't imagine how little you have to keep. (laughs) from you know 10 years ago seven years ago i got rid of it was so good to see like the memory free up each time but let me ask you this with so much memory available on gmail it's not so much i was bumping up i was filling it i pay like five dollars a year for so much storage you know what partly it is i don't want it like, I will do a search in my email for things and get so much crap that comes up in that search that it was, it was like hurting my business, to be honest with you. Like, if I need to find somebody's name, I need to find an article. And I had all this other stuff that would come up in that search. And how many people have changed emails right. in that time period? So I would search for their name and I'd get like eight different emails. Well, it's funny because I do that. If I search for someone and I get like, oh, she used to work at this company, then I will go and put in that old right. email address 
search for all of them and delete them. Like I'll stop right then and there and say, okay, she's gone. I'm deleting that. Right. Hmm. So I did that. I've gotten up to, I think, 2012. I think I'm up to. Um, Because I stopped for a while because then I was like burnt out (laughs) of doing it. But I'm going to start again. That's pretty impressive. I feel like I'd rather sort pictures, though. So, yeah. Well, that's my next my next thing because my pictures are really all on iPhoto and then I move them to Google Photo in the cloud. See, I just keep them. I I just I organize them into date folders and then and I wish I could remember the program. I'll link to the program that I used to do that because it will automatically use the metadata from the But how do you search for a picture? And then what I do is um, as I as I import the pictures, I name them with keywords. Well, like let's say okay, last Sunday we or two Sundays ago we put up the Christmas tree. So the 50 or so photos that I had from that of your butt. uh, Yeah, my husband took a lot of pictures of my butt. I'll I'll link to that on Facebook because I know you all want to see my butt. This is the problem. I'm never in pictures. So I asked my husband specifically, please take pictures of me while we're putting up the tree. And there were like eight pictures of my ass. So can I tell you how much my husband enjoyed that post? He said, you know, there are some men out there that just make me look really good. I actually thought that is a sign of a great marriage. Oh, yeah. No. And like people thought that I was mad. If I were mad, no, I wouldn't have posted right. it. I thought it was funny. It was I, so funny. I was mad that the other pictures that weren't of my butt weren't good. That that I was mad about. But no, I'm happy that he still likes to look at my ass. I'm thrilled. We've been together since 1989. I'm happy that he still just wants to talk to me. Um, but anyway, so so then like I just batch named all of those Christmas tree 2015 and then I went into a few of them that I thought were ex- extra special and I would put Jake with lights you know Fiona and Jake so that if I just search the explorer in my computer for Christmas Jake Fiona I will come up with all of the Christmas pictures of Jake but and when Fiona. you say you batch name them if you just highlight all of the pictures they're all highlighted and then you right click and you read and we're talking pc here not mac i don't know what happens on a mac um if they're all highlighted and you right click one picture and rename it like if i rename it christmas 2015 that one that i rename will be christmas 2015 the next one will be christmas 2015 with a little parenthetical one the next one will be a two it'll do it for all of them so you don't have to do one at a time nope yeah you can do that on iphoto too and also i sometimes just use the facial recognition to Uh, so that when people are tagged i can search by them but i don't think that shows up in the metadata so if i were to export those pictures um to a shutterfly Mm -hmm. or whatever you're going to use as a photo site um I like that the data goes with it. Yeah, that, that's the nice yeah. thing about my way. The yeah. title is going to go wherever the pictures yeah, that's go. that's great. Because I just went through all my daughter's bat mitzvah pictures. And I named only the ones that I knew I had to export to print for everybody. Because mm-hmm. so I could find them easily. Right, right. Otherwise, it's just all numbers. I think finding them is the hardest thing. It's so hard. And I and have. I, so I've been doing digital photography since, like, the very first little Logitech yeah, snapshot, yeah. you know, <laughs> came out. And I'm talking, you know, tw- 20 years ago. Um, so I literally have, like, you know, January 2003, February 2000, yeah. you know, months. But yeah. if I have to search for a particular time frame or a particular topic, 
I can't find anything. Yeah, right. and it's it if if I wish I could remember the name of this this, but I'll link to it. If you at least go through and organize them all by date, mm-hmm. then you have a starting point yeah. for finding things. There's also something that I use called Duplicate Photo Cleaner because yeah, maybe I'm the so. only person mm. who has this problem. But like, no, I'll, I'll think that I already put them on the computer, but then I you know I put them on, I, I can't find them, so I put them on twice, and then like I'll copy it to another folder, and right. I end up like five copies of the same picture of the same size yeah. so duplicate photo cleaner will find wow. those and then you can delete the ones is that, you don't that an need. app or is that it's, a it's a it's it's software that you have to download and pay for but you know you pay for it once you use yeah. it forever yeah. i My think problem. also videos videos are the other thing that yeah I have. I have so oh, many so videos many. and i have so many on high eight tape and i have so oh many all these different things so that's the My other thing camera. like like scan cafe you can send all those videos um, it wasn't Scan Cafe, but I did that service, and I can give you the name that we can okay. post. But I sent in all my mother's, like she had old movies of my family, my right. sisters and oh, I when we were young. Like then I had great. VHS, like tons of VHS yeah. and tons of the, when Matthew was born, my father bought me one of those over-the-shoulder things like a cameraman at ABC would use. <laughs> <laughs> like literally, you know, I had to drag this thing around with me. And it had those little tapes. So we just got all of those converted to DVD. And that was hugely successful. great. And so you can also do it. um, So the only problem with DVD is they're not editable once they're on DVD. So you can also put them on a hard drive. Those services, a lot of times you can Mm -hmm. either just pay for a hard drive or you can actually send them buy like a terabyte oh. hard drive they're so cheap now. but are it's they ridiculous. dubbable like you could make a dub of that dvd right to share with someone you can but if you wanted to then make like a montage for right. a rehearsal dinner or a birthday party or a bar mitzvah yeah, you can't you can't but you can probably get a ten dollar program that'll let you i mean you if i that. yeah i just put that'll them all on a hard yeah. i did it that'll on a hard drive it. yeah if you can get it on a hard drive in the first place yeah you can usually send them a hard drive even so my other problem is i find when i'm going on a business trip there's like a thousand photos on my phone and I don't go through and delete them which I should on a plane or a taxi or something so I'll just make a little folder on my desktop called iPhone 6 dump 12 (laughs) slash 15 (laughs) (laughs) and then I keep thinking I'm going to have the time to sort them into albums but there's dumps all over my desktop yeah the date thing will get that I have to say I recommend doing a purge like taking two days of your if you have time off during christmas or new year's and just set one project because otherwise it doesn't happen because it seems so overwhelming like i'm gonna make photo albums of all my pictures this summer Mm -hmm. like never happened not happening but if you say like you know what i'm gonna make a photo album i'm gonna start with this year and work backwards so Mm -hmm. each month i'm gonna make one album on Shutterfly, so it's printed, and right. then you go through your pictures, you dump them at that time, you upload those, and you make a printed album. Because I highly recommend a printed album. I think you will look at your pictures. Your mm-hmm. kids yep. will look at your pictures yep. if you have a printed album. Yep. It's so nice to do. I, otherwise, and they're so cheap. They're so cheap, yeah. and none of us are going to have any pictures yeah. in the future. Yeah. I'm telling you, it's like awful. I think not having anything tangible is the worst thing you can do. My other, my big organizational thing is my Sunrise app for my calendar. I don't use mm-hmm. the Google Calendar app. On my iPhone, I use Sunrise app. I find it to be the best calendar app. It links to LinkedIn. It links to Facebook. So it pulls mm-hmm. up people's profiles when you're having meetings with them. Ah. It will consolidate all of your Gmail calendars. Like I have four different calendars. So it will 
you know, sometimes I'll look at my calendar and I'll just say busy mm -hmm. if something was on my other calendar. And that's so annoying because mm -hmm. I don't know what it is. But on sunrise, I see, see all everything. my oh, appointments. Awesome. You can share. You can send. You can do everything else you can do. Is there a desktop or it's just I on your phone? I don't know if it's desktop. I only have it on my phone. But Mi I think Microsoft bought them. I think so there I think is because I remember too. it used to like change the, the color as the day wore on. Oh, like yeah. as it got I to sunset, it. it got darker yeah, on my desktop. Because yeah. yeah. if I can also look at it on my computer. Yeah. I don't know. You know what what I what I highly recommend for organization is organizing your passwords with LastPass. I've been using LastPass for years and I, I have the pro version. I think I pay a dollar a month or something really ridiculous. Um, and it's it's excellent and you can access it wherever you are very mm -hmm. securely. And um, yeah, because like you, get, I I still know people who have the same password for everything. So I heard a good tip. There are two tips, right? One is you make a sentence and you take the yeah. first word mm -hmm. or number of each of that sentence. The other was that you have your stupid password that you use for everything. If you insist on doing that, but you add the three first letters of the site you're on. So your Amazon password would be blah 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 whatever your password is, A M A. Mm or AMZ or whatever you want to do for Amazon or you know so you just you keep using that password but right. you tailor but it for each right. site and you can remember the problem it that is way. some sites and and this drives me crazy cuz I do create my own passwords for each site and I'm one of those people who's got it written down in a doc and just, you know saved in the cloud and that someone else hacked. Exactly. Well, it's not actually, the file is actually not called password, so that's a good thing. <laughs> that's a tip. Don't call your password file porn. password. It's called, like, I don't know. Don't tell us. Yeah. Don't, I don't even know anymore. Um, but sometimes they'll make you have a symbol, you know, or you need a yes. number, or you need a capital and a lower. And so even though you know what it should be, you don't know if... The A for right. Andrea is a capital A, or right. did you I'll make the E a three? At, I'll put the <laughs> at symbol instead of A, so right. that gets confusing. The Passwords big thing is to, suck to change them. Yeah, like, that's the biggest mm -hmm. advice you yeah. can have. Is that's something you could do? It's just like you change your batteries and your smoke yeah. alarm every mm -hmm. time you do daily savings. Like January one, change your passwords. Just do it. Yeah, and you'll feel better. So I got recipes organized this year finally, thanks to Yumly. Because, oh, I love Yumly. Yeah, we talked about Yumly months ago. I mean, I always, I would, oh, I know I saw this recipe somewhere and I saved it, but what browser was I on when I say, or did I email it to myself or did I text it? I was never able to find them. Now I just save them all in Yumly and they're all there. That's and the great, great thing is other people can go and look at what I saved. Right. That's a really cool tip. You can do it on Pinterest too. Pinterest yep. is a great way to mm. do that. Um, Yumly is something I would try. Yumly is so easy. I would try that. Sometimes I find recipes and then I say, oh, I want to try it. And I don't know how to get back to it. And I saw something called Copy This. It's a, you know, it's an app or applet. And you just do Copy This and then it copies it to a recipe board mm. that you want to go back to. Right. Or like Evernote. You can do yeah. all that on Evernote. Yeah. Well, the nice um, thing about Yumly, though, is like it, it'll, it's really easy to categorize. And you can categorize things in different categories. So it's not just breakfast. It could be like breakfast and strawberries and diet. Low and, fat. Yeah, exactly. Low fat, which is all I'm eating these days. So, um, yeah, it's, it's just really easy to organize. Cool. Well, those are our tips for getting organized. You can share your tips with us, too. We'll be right back to talk about parenting resolutions and our worst parenting moments of 2015. Right. <laughs> be right back. 
Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Talking tech, apps, entertainment, and issues around parenting the digital generation. This is Parenting Bites with Rebecca Levy. Okay, we are back with our second topic. So we're talking about parenting resolutions, which is not a bad thing to do, I think, with your entire family. It should just be on you. Um, it's not a, I think it's a nice idea to make family resolutions. You know, some people say it's like really hard for a kid to make a New Year's resolution. And I sort of hate resolutions. I sort of prefer to call them goals. Mm-hmm. Goals. Goals, goals are good. Because um, resolutions are just really hard. So I think you set some goals, you give yourself some leeway, and you make them realistic. Like yeah. take what the goal is. And it's a really good thing to teach your kid and like, break it down to how that happens so instead of like i want to lose 10 pounds well like that's not a yeah that's just instead i'm gonna walk a mile a day exactly um i used to have a friend who did that for lent she would instead of giving up something for lent she would do something every day for lent so her thing was she went to church every day so she was crazy but (laughs) (laughs) but but there are people who do that like do a good deed every day do something like that so for new year's you could do the same thing like teach your kids set a goal um, like I am not going to complain about doing my homework, <laughs> but in are you recommending that to them as a goal? My kids, my kids do actually just do their homework. I've never yeah. ever been a problem in our house. Well, um, it was a problem in the beginning, but we were just so like shut up and do it. And yeah. so after a couple of years, it just became yeah. They just they, come home they and do it. Shut up and do it. Yeah, it's not a procrastination thing for them. Um, I also credit their schools with that, that they had a lot of good teachers that would give a homework packet, like on Monday, and it was due Friday, so you could pace out, like when they were little in elementary school, they could pace out which days they had something after school, which days they didn't, and they kind of learned time management that way, um, which is stuck now that they're in eighth grade. Like, they still do it that way. They'll still kind of work backwards. Yeah, Jake is still like me. He will wait to the last wait possible the last second and then get an A and not learn anything. Right. That's from Not I learn was. anything from the, you right, know, from waiting. Of course. That's how I was, too, until I got my ass kicked my first year of college, my first <laughs> semester of college doing that and realized, oh, that doesn't really work when you have to do actual work. Yeah. Um, so, all right. Who's got a parenting resolution? Oh, mine. It, it's actually our podcast has really helped get me here because we, we've talked a lot about independence and I'm really good at giving my kids independence outside of the house. But I'm not that great about giving them independence <laughs> inside of the house. So, you know, a couple of months ago, I started Jake doing his own laundry, which has been wonderful. And he loves it because then it's not like 11 o'clock at night and he's going, Mom, I don't have any underwear for school. Now it's not my problem. You know, he does it like once a week and he's done. Um I'm continuing to teach him how to cook simple things so that he will survive outside of the house in three and a half years. So more of that. I need to get both kids doing more of those things at home so they can be more independent at home. I love that. I think that's so good. I really my I really have a problem with the laundry. But I mean, our laundry is in the basement. So my daughters can't really go down and do it by themselves yet because we actually have a manual service elevator mm. that takes you down there. Um which is out of order right now, which is a whole other story. So oh I have to carry it down the alleyway of our building. So <laughs> I've been sending the laundry out. Um, but they will not even put it away. And so yeah. I'll put the stacks of laundry out. And I'm like, put, and they do at camp. Like, they do it just fine. And it'll sit there. I'm like, put 
put your laundry away. Like you did, you have to do so little. Well, I what I would do is I would put the stacks of laundry on their bed. Like if I actually got it together enough to fold it, right. I would put it on their bed. Jake would then immediately put it away before he went to bed. I would go into Fiona's room and she would be sleeping under like five <laughs> piles. She would like push it all to the bottom of her bed and just go to sleep like it wasn't right. there. Yeah, we used to have, when I grew up in a brownstone, and my mom's big thing was always putting the stuff that had to go up the stairs on the stairs. Oh, yeah. And everyone just would walk by it. Yep. You just keep walking by, like the pair of mm-hmm. shoes on the stairs. I don't even see it. <laughs> you just stop seeing it. And it's so annoying because um, there's no reason. Like, just pick it just up. Just pick it up. The stairs. Yep. I tell my son that all the time. So the good news is, you know, they do learn. So my son has been doing <laughs> his own to. laundry for a long time. That is good A news. long time. The only thing that drives me crazy is I'll do a load of laundry. You know, like I'll, you know, throw some towels in or put this in, fill it up. He'll take one sheet off his bed and put it in the wash. <laughs> I'm like, really? You're doing a whole load of laundry? Right. But then, in good parenting fashion... I smile and say nothing because, you know, I've learned, especially since he's an adult living home with us, when I criticize something he's doing, um, and I don't mean to criticize it, I'm more commenting on it, but it comes out so critical and makes him so defensive. So, you know what? He's doing his laundry. Yeah. It's fine. He's doing it whether when it's full or not. he has to pay to do it, like yeah. orders yeah. or whatever, yeah. he then won't be doing yeah, one sheet. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but he does laundry. He's a great cook. That's so He's awesome. a really good cook. He learned how to do that. So I would have to say, for me at this stage, I'm learning to just try to listen more and stop trying to say, oh, but maybe you should be doing this or, oh, you know, because he lives with us. So it's just still important. And I know you guys do this a lot. You give your kids independence and you let them make choices for themselves. But I think that... This is my chance to just be able to listen and say what's going on and what do you think and not interject my opinion. Hmm. Yeah. So I feel like my resolution is like a combination of both of yours. <laughs> <laughs> so I definitely feel like I will take that road of it's easier for me to just do it. Mm-hmm. Right? Like if I just do it, it gets done. It gets done the way I want Your it to way. get done. Yep. Um, and it is really hard to let that go. So I feel like that is definitely one of my resolutions is just to let them It's so hard. put their laundry in the drawer without it being nicely folded. So mm-hmm. you can, like I have a way where you like you roll it so you can see everything. Right. In the Jake doesn't care if his stuff is wrinkled. I and know. now that he's doing it himself, I just have to shut up. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's really hard. So I guess my parenting resolution is to really shut up. Like to really just just it's zip hard. it and swallow it and just let it be. Um and I think my other resolution is probably to, not that it's like not yelling, but what will happen is I will get to the point then where they're not doing it that I'm so aggravated. Mm-hmm. That I just like, I'm like, this is it. I'm not buying you any new clothes. Like, you don't know how to treat your clothes. This is it. You know, and I think it's like you got to talk the talk and walk the walk. Right. If you're going to let them do it, they have to do it the way they want to do it and then there actually probably just have to be a different kind of consequence instead of you yelling because it becomes this pattern of you ask them to do it nicely you ask them to do it nicely or for me anyway and then they don't do it and they don't do it and then I'm like all right I'm done 
But there was never discussion. And it's kind of annoying way. that you're nagging them, like well, that right. they're making I you hate. nag them. Well, my kids, yeah. you know, they'll they'll say we don't like it when you yell at us, and I say, but you teach me how to treat you. When you only respond when right. I yell, then maybe I should just start out yelling right. and there's just like, you know, skip the rest. <laughs> but there's like something broken in between, right? Yeah. So I guess part of it is they have to make the resolution that maybe mm-hmm. they will actually do it the first time, or um, the second, or the second, but. They have to understand they're complicit in this crazy pattern of, like, escalation. Mm -hmm. Um, So I guess my other resolution is to make them make resolutions or make goals (laughs) that we can all decide on that I'm going to hang up and, like, point to so I don't have to yell. (laughs) I'm just going to point at the sign on the wall. Like, that's it. That was what we agreed. Um, I think there's definitely that. I also think just finding ways to kind of have more fun together that are just small things. I think we all get in this rut too of my daughters are indoor cats. I'm a total indoor cat. Um, I can easily on Sunday morning never get out of my pajamas, like watch oh, yeah. like watch CBS Sunday morning. My girls are on their computer. They're catching up on homework, whatever it is. And the whole day could go by. And the only way we leave is like, who wants ice cream? Let's go get <laughs> ice cream. Like who wants, it's like always about food. I'd be like, I'll make ice cream. Take your <laughs> shoes off. <laughs> but trying to figure out that stuff, um, is also important just even like not exercising as a family but just sort of like being out more that's fun that's a fun thing to do just to do things that was actually a complaint my husband had recently that we don't do things as a family anymore and it was just easier when the kids were little and we would just say put your shoes on we're going now because you told them what you were doing and we'd go to the playground like I feel like you had easy options Mm -hmm. when they were little like going to the playground was so easy even when I dreaded it (laughs) not so boring it was like they you knew they were going to run around and have fun you were outside it was so easy like now they can't go to the playground like they can't you really do have to have something in mind yeah and there aren't a ton of things that the two of them both like to do right for you that's tough so all four of us doing something together that's outside of the house it's it it is tough but you do have to find those things because it's soon amy i mean three and a half years you just Mm -hmm. said it like jake is gone so you have to find those moments so i think that's my other thing um and then we were talking about worst parenting moments. Uh-uh. <laughs> I don't know. I'm like, where do I start with my worst parenting moments? I'm going to say, I don't know if this is a worst or a best. And I think I talked about this on a private, <laughs> on a different podcast, on a previous podcast. But my daughter wasn't invited to something this mm. year. And my husband oh, yeah. contacted the mom and said, like, she's really heartbroken she found out about it on instagram and we're hoping it's just an oversight that you really did um and the mom said oh my god i feel so horrible we're sending an invite right now of course but it wasn't like it was a mistake she was just like oh my god i didn't realize she'd care so much of course we feel terrible and i have to say i'm still torn on whether that was a good thing to do or not and i in the end i do think it was because she was crazy brave to go like every other girl Mm -hmm. was went like was being driven there they all had a sleepover after which then she wasn't a part of because they didn't know she was coming and so she took the bus by herself like with it was a private bus but like full of a bunch of kids she didn't know Mm -hmm. like from the front of the museum she went up there by herself she came home by herself on that same bus. Like she, she it was still that was, is brave. It was really that brave. Is, yeah. So I feel like it ended up being a really good lesson. I don't yeah. know if you did yourself. the right thing, but she did the right. She, she did, the, did right the right thing. thing. <laughs> sure, I'm torn, yeah. but she did do the right thing in the end. Hmm. So it was a really 
Weird moment. I will say my totally worst parenting moment is like when my daughters were complaining about someone and I was like, yeah, that girl's a total fucking bitch. (laughs) (laughs) There are moments where I forget I'm talking to my 13-year-old daughters and I should be like, that's okay. You know, people, and I was like, yeah, that girl's just Sometimes (laughs) it just needs to be said. I do catch myself forgetting that like I can't, I shouldn't either gossip or really talk badly about another kid in that way that they're still yeah. learning and it's really bad even though my impulse is like oh yeah like yep you know <laughs> my my worst moment this past year was it was you know my joke is always what is the headline going to be on the New York Post if i screw up and this one <laughs> this one would have been something like you know girl sets off alarm while mother's getting her nails done. Getting your nails done, that's always like the worst thing you could possibly be doing when something happens to your children. Right, or maybe you're at soul cycle. Yeah, something like that. (laughs) So, you know, something purely selfish and for yourself. It's not like I was out feeding homeless people. I was getting my nails done. And I knew that Fiona was coming home. She has a key, she has the alarm code. You know, she's old enough. She, She comes home alone without me all the time. I was three blocks away getting my nails done. And I see a text from the alarm company that the alarm had gone off. I'm like, okay, that's weird. I tried to call her. She didn't answer. I tried to text her. Nothing happened. Then the alarm company called me asking if they should send the police. And I didn't know because I didn't know what was <laughs> going on. And um, I couldn't get a hold of her. And I knew it was her because I have an app that showed where she was. I knew that she was at the house, that it wasn't somebody else trying to break in. I I had no idea what to do. I was ready to just tell the nail tech to like, just stop, I have to run home. And then I got a call from my husband saying, hey, um, Fiona said she tried to call you, she forgot the alarm code. Now this girl's been using the same alarm code for like, <laughs> it was it was like since the beginning of school, it, was, it had been months and she just had a brain fart and couldn't remember it and set off the alarm. But the whole thing was so humiliating, you know, like her dad had to talk her through it and give, give her his code and then thank, God, I told the alarm company not to to have the police come there because you would show us terrified. Yeah, but it was just, it was so embarrassing. But hey, you know, had to get my nails done. <laughs> I'm gonna make your post headline for sure. Yep. Oh, totally. That would have been the post headline. Totally. In fact, I remember gentrifying mom. I remember one where a woman's baby died because she was down the hall at a nut like a friend's apartment same building but you know out of her own apartment friend was doing her nails and uh, that was the headline oh in the post gosh. so your new year's resolution is no more nails no more nails <laughs> no just my new year's resolution i guess is that fiona has to get her act together and not have <laughs> dumb moments like that because you know there was no excuse for to put the code on her phone <laughs> no no that stuff has to be in that's my that has to be committed that, to memory yeah that stuff terrifies yeah. me that like somebody's gonna grab my child and like you know take their keys and you know say give me your alarm code we're going inside that stuff scares me not much scares me but that's why i, won't, I don't like those locks that are like the um, the, the, app the prints oh i don't like the thumbprints mm. i always picture somebody cutting off oh. my thumb oh <laughs> I know. I, this is the stuff that I. I picture. don't like the one that's with an app because that always that scares me. Yeah. Um, I always think like anyone could get a hold of that your phone, right? And, and then they have home. access yeah. to your house. Yeah. All right, Andrea. You must have had a bad. You know, I'm trying. Come on. <laughs> I'm trying to think. In the past year, I mean, if you know, you want to go back to teenagehood. There's tons. <laughs> but this is why I'm trying to make up for it this year, right? <laughs> 
Um, I'm trying to think in the past year, and honestly, I feel like it's just that I forget that my son is still a part of the family, um, <laughs> oh and I'll God. do things. That's a pretty bad one. <laughs> that was a big one. Well, <laughs> I don't mean it like that. I mean it like I ask him every night, are you home for dinner? Like he works in the evening, right. and I say, I'm making salmon. Do you want me to save you some? You know, I do that, but I'll, I'll forget because he's so much older that maybe he sometimes does want to do something with us and for instance he and my husband enjoy watching the giants on sunday thank god they won last night (laughs) because they've been so depressed but so i'll make plans we've been trying to get out more we've been trying to do things and i'll say oh we're we're doing this or going there without asking him if he wants to come and then he'll say oh no giants football today you know and i feel this twang of oh my god i forgot to tell him and then of course i think i told you i forgot to tell him we're going on vacation more than one time i forgot to tell him that we're just going away and so um i I think in my effort to be such a, a mom giving him independence because he's 25 and not trying to make him feel like a baby i neglect him mm-hmm. and forget to ask him you know do you want to do this with us do you, you know, want to know that we're going away? Stuff like that. So No, I do the same thing with my son and he's like ten years younger <laughs> than your son because like he wants his independence and sometimes I just assume that he wants more than he actually does. He's yeah. still a kid. He's still only oh, fourteen. Totally a kid. Yeah, definitely yeah. tell him if you're going on vacation with him. I, I will definitely <laughs> tell you. You say kidding? that laughing, but my best friend growing up her parents would leave all the time and she'd have no idea and there'd be like a note downstairs are you kidding no she would call me and she'd be like will you stay on the phone with me i think my parents aren't here Oh, and I would see. I don't be do like that. a note and like twenty bucks on the table, and then a note telling her to like go pick up the dry cleaning. Oh and they God. would have like gone away for a long weekend. Or Needless to say, her house was the party house. Yeah, no kidding. Oh no, Jake gosh. wishes we would go yeah. in. And her parents him. deserve anything they got in that party house. Yeah. Wow. Oh, that's a whole other podcast. Uh, what well, they got? <laughs> my, my part, like my my sisters, they had a huge party one time when I was already already off in college, and my mom and dad went away for the weekend. We have cameras all over our house. We can see everybody who's coming in and out of the of every right. door. Like yeah. that stuff. I wonder how that happens now. Oh, forget it. I mean, the things we did in my mother's apartment growing up, if there were cameras. Yeah. yeah. I don't know how kids do that now. There are very few people actually have cameras. That's what I think. I think um I don't know. I've heard a lot, plenty of stories of do. plenty of parties in like doorman buildings where, hmm. the, par- where no the parents had no idea until they found out later. Wow. But all right. So that's us. That's Tell us your New Year's resolutions <laughs> if you have them. Or Andrea, your worst Andrea's moments. Was the worst. All of us. <laughs> yeah. She forgets she has a son. Yep. Um, all right. We will be right back with our bites of the week slash year slash future right when we come back. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. You're listening to Parenting Bites with Rebecca Levy. We are back with our Bites of the Week. This is like our final, our final bite of the year. Yeah. Um, so it's got to go out with a bang. Amy, Okay. Oh, no pressure. <laughs> um, well, the biggest change that we had last year was that Fiona started taking public transportation by herself. And it seemed like much big, a much bigger deal than when Jake did it three years before her. Because when Jake did it, he was about a foot taller than she is. <laughs> he had an awesome sense of direction. It was, he, was, he was just a different kid getting on a bus or getting on the subway. 
she is she looks much younger than than he did and she has no sense of direction at all and when jake started riding the bus by himself i had activated something on our verizon phone which tracked him and after about a week i turned it off because it was horrible like it was it it was never accurate it was so buggy and like not it, it was better to not know where he was than to have it be wrong right so i was reluctant to do something like that with fiona but i really it's like she she has no sense of like nothing you turn her around three times and she has no idea where she is <laughs> she's like me it's sad so um i tried something called life 360 and i put it on her phone i put it on my phone it works. she's got an android i've got a windows phone um, my husband has an iphone it works on everything and not only does it track where her phone is very very accurately very well um, and I, I'm using the free version. Everything that I'm talking about, you don't have to pay for. Um, I can set different locations. Like I have her school set and I have our house set. Oh, that's great. And it can tell me when she leaves or arrives at those destinations automatically. I can get a text, I can get an email, whatever I want. Um, a couple of times when she's gotten off the bus at the wrong place, I've been able to look and tell her where she is and tell her where she needs to go, which has been really really handy i mean she you know we're working on getting her to be able to look at the map herself and figure it out but in those panicked moments where she just didn't know where she was it was really really fantastic so it's i'm still a little bit i i would love to be able to just send her out the door in the morning and then you know not know anything until she gets back um but the, the technology has gotten so much better in three years that now it's... The fact that you can know where she is and help her if she yeah. needs it, I think, yeah. is just a really nice fallback. Yeah, it's yeah. great. And yeah. on the iPhone, it comes with iPhone now, the Find My Friends and Family. And you can do the same thing, set mm-hmm. up notifications. Yeah. My fear is that we will have a blackout or a 9-11 kind of thing where the cell phones all go out. Yeah. And my daughters have no idea how to get anywhere. Mm. So I was thinking that before they start high school, I'm going to make them take, like, a tech-free... Run. Well, you know, my right. husband. Right, without hop too. stop, without the bus. Without anything. Well, there was one time when I, I was actually doing the podcast and she had a half day of school. So I, I put my phone on airplane mode while we're recording. And when I turned it back on, there were like 15 text messages from her. Um, she had gotten lost and she didn't know what to do and she couldn't get a hold of me. So she got a hold of my husband and he was like, All right, you know, it's not a big deal. It's going to happen. You know, she she's going places she's never gone before. But what we're going to do is you're going to drop both of us off in another neighborhood and she has to find her way home and I'm going to be with her but I'm not going to do anything so it's it's a mm. good thing to practice with your kids yeah. to make sure that they can get places and that include like not techie like just right. asking yeah. people yeah. you know figuring out who to ask yeah even like hailing a cab yeah. or looking at a map looking at a bus map yeah. on the side or looking at a yep. subway map yeah yeah I've got a map reading a map without Google reading it for you Total, yep. total life skill. We all, right. all have to learn. Andrea? Um, so this is something, uh, this kind of ties in with the New Year's, What? how do I want to get organized in the New Year? But it's a, it's a thing, um, it's a medical app. It's not really an app. It's built into the iPhone operating system, and I didn't know this. And a couple of months ago, my husband got sick, and we needed to know what medication he took. Now, who walks around with a list of their medication, right? right? Who walks around with a list of anything? Um, And 
on an iPhone, on the lock screen, there's actually on the left side a thing that says emergency. And I never pressed it because I always just unlock my phone. You don't want to, like, you know, cause sirens to go off. But I discovered in doing research about how do I keep all this information in one place that if you press it, if you have had an emergency, someone can press that and you can program in all your pertinent medical information, Your your allergies, your doctor's name, all the medication you currently take. I wish that you could upload a photo because there's some things I'd like to keep in there or if someone had a medic alert bracelet, right. something like that. Um, you put in a picture of yourself even and your emergency contact. It's totally free. Um, but you just need to know it's there and you need to take five minutes and fill it in. Now, I wish I could put in mine and my husband's on mine because he doesn't, you know, he has a business phone and that's right. it. He would have to have this on his phone. I know that Android has a version of this. I don't know about Windows Phone. I don't know. Um, but we should look and see. I'll see if I can look. So for me, that's part of like being prepared in an emergency. And I'd like to try to have everyone's information in there in my family. But also as a way of getting organized. Because a lot of times I'll go to a doctor and they say, how many milligrams do you take of that drug? Or do you still take it? And I'm like, I don't know. So to have it all on your phone is brilliant. Yep, it's great. Yeah. All right, so mine is totally frivolous. Um, (laughs) My daughters have super curly hair, as do I, um, and I straighten my hair every time I wash it. Um, And my daughters have awesome curly hair. Like, they don't need to straighten it, but they also really like to straighten it. Like, they love when their hair is blown dry, and they love it, and I can't do that for them. Like, it's just time-consuming and horrible. And so I actually bought them each their own flat iron last year, but I don't want them flat ironing their hair. Like, it doesn't work if you're going right from curly to flat iron. Like, it really has to be blown for it, whatever. So my mom introduced me to the greatest things ever. They're the T3 Voluminous Hot Rollers. Mm. And they are so incredible. First of all, they get really hot. So if you have kids, you're letting them use this. They have to be a little bit older. They have to really know, like, you don't touch the metal part. (laughs) It gets really hot. Even the sides of the roller get hot. But they are really cushy hot rollers. And they create, like, the most amazing model hair. How long do you leave them in for? Um, You can leave them in for whatever you want, like 10 minutes. Hmm. Um, you could do 20. Like, you're supposed to watch the color change from, like, silver back to red or red to silver, whatever it is. Like, the, there's a dot on each one so you know when it's hot. And then when you put it in, is it cools, that color changes. Uh, I need to test this out because yeah. I have the most uncurlable hair. Oh, yeah, no, too. they would totally curl your hair. And it creates – what it does, which is so nice, is that it makes it really soft and, like, shiny. So it smooths it somehow, too. So instead of taking the flat iron, they can kind of do like a quick blow dry and just straighten their hair, like just brush it and then wrap it in the rollers for like, they're not going to do this before school, obviously, all the time. But like if they have a thing, you Mm -hmm. know, um, and then when you take it out, you've got this like perfect, Hmm. like with the curl at the end. I think we need to get some and try Mm -hmm. them. They're like 90 bucks. You can get them on Amazon. They're really awesome. T3 is the brand? T3, which is like one of my favorite. They also make the best flat iron. They make a wet to dry flat iron. That's like the best thing ever. Um, But it fries your hair. I mean, it's wet to dry. It works. (laughs) It fries your hair. Um, (laughs) Yeah. And so T3 is the brand. And they're just great. And they come in a really nice little carrying case. Like they're easy to pack in a suitcase. It's really compact. And 
Start your year we'll, out with we'll fabulous have to hair. Use Rebecca's that is when my she tip. comes to Vegas. Oh, I'll yeah, bring, I'm bringing her to, to Vegas. We will bring all have Charlie's hair appointment already scheduled in Vegas. Do you really? Yes, I do. Uh, that's a whole talk about that off air. Although I can say <laughs> that might be my other favorite thing of 2015, where the invention of these beauty apps that where you have stylists come to you. Yeah. So. Um, Okay, we totally need to have a stylist. Glam come to Squad us. is yeah. my favorite one in New York. Every stylist I've ever had hair and makeup come to me for like unbelievable prices has been amazing. Um, but they didn't have that in Vegas, so I'm we are heading to the CES in two weeks. So I, the Glam app oh. is the same thing, and the stylist comes to you. Hmm. So I have the stylist coming to me, so I don't have to schlep in Vegas traffic well, to go somewhere. So. she needs to come right to the Mommy Tech TV set. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we need to coming do. It's my hotel room. Ah. Um, but yeah, I can have it. But anyway, cool. those apps are amazing. Glam Squad, highly recommend. If you're in New York, if you have an event, and you just want someone to come do your hair, like you don't want to run out. Right. You don't have to worry about it raining, whatever. It's like forty dollars or fifty dollars to have someone come. I will pay come. forty or fifty if I go to the place. That's for right. To, blow to my do hair, hair and makeup, or fifty dollars for hair for a blowout with all these different dudes, and it's usually like seventy-five for makeup. And I'm telling you that everyone I've ever used has been awesome. Wow. So that's my other tip, my beauty tips for 2016. Awesome. Make yourself beautiful. Um, all right, so that is it for us, and. That is our final day recording in this studio for 2015. We will see you back in January. We have a show going up on the week of the 29th, but it's our best of. So we, Amy and I will be back in the studio on January 4th yep. before we all head to CES, pre-Vegas, for our big tech coverage of Yay. everything cool for family tech in Las Vegas. It's like Disneyland for Andrea. <laughs> <laughs> Andrea loves it. I think it's like the seventh layer of hell. Oh, no, I love it too. <laughs> um, so we, uh, someone of my friends at Microsoft calls it the best worst week ever. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we will be back. In the meantime, check us out on iTunes, Parenting Bites. Rate us, review us, subscribe as always. That should be our New Year's resolution. Subscribe, subscribe. to Parenting Bites. Mm-hmm. You can find us on our Facebook page, Facebook.com slash Parenting Bites. And of course, on Play.it, where you can find Parenting Bites and all the other CBS podcasts. There's a lot of them. I guess we should start recommending some of those instead of just NPR's podcast every week. <laughs> until, until 2016. Have, Have a, a happy, happy new, new year. year. Bye. Bye.